It's all right, T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen, and I hope you came hungry, because this week we're going Krogering, songs with food in the title. The playlist can be found on reelinwithryan.com. Here's the third track from Toys in the Attic. It's Aerosmith with Adam's Apple.
That was Led Zeppelin with the Lemon Song, which is essentially a cover of the 1964 song Killing Floor by Howlin' Wolf. Zeppelin paid the price for stealing the song. Arc Music, who owns the publishing rights to Howlin's music, sued Zeppelin and it was settled out of court and Howlin' Wolf was credited with co-writing the song. Thanks for listening to R.I.T.Y. And today we are Krogering, songs with food in the title. This is the title track from Paul McCartney's 1997 album, Flaming Pie. 
Here he is talking about the origin of the title and how it relates to the name of his former band, The Beatles. Yeah, we always used to get asked, how did you come up with the name Beatles? John kind of developed a little answer, you know, nobody's really sure. Just trying to look for a name which was double meaning. We admired the name Crickets, Buddy Holly and the Crickets, and we thought it was a game and a grasshopper. So John wrote a thing called On the Dubious Origins of the Beatles, and it was a joke piece in a, in a thing called the Mersey Beat, which is our local music paper. It was something like, it came in a vision, a man came unto me on a flaming pie, and he said, you shall be the Beatles, with an A, and so it came to and pass. So it, came to it, pass. it was something like that, you know. Segment 2 
from Allentown, PA. That was Jay and the Techniques with Apples, Peaches, Pumpkin Pie, which was their only top 10 hit, peaking at number 6 in 1967. The New Beats gave us bread and butter, and we opened with Booker T and the MGs and Green Onions. Thanks for listening to Reelin' in the Years. I'm Ryan Jansen. Our theme this week is songs with food or a beverage in the title. You can keep up with the playlist on reelinwithryan.com. You can buy salad at the grocery store, but you won't find any poke, P-O-K-E, salad, S-A-L-L-E-T, which is a cooked greens-like dish made from pokeweed. It's very popular in the South. Now, you have to be very careful preparing poke salad because pokeweed is poisonous. For whatever reason, Tony Joe White referred to the dish as polk, P-O-L-K, salad, S-A-L-A-D. Here's his only hit from 1968. It's Polk Salad Annie. South too much, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about this so that you understand what I'm talking about. Down there we have a plant that grows out in the woods and the fields. Looks something like a turnip green. Everybody calls it poke salad. Poke salad. <clears throat> you snow a girl lived down there and she'd go out in the evenings and pick her a mess of it. Carry it home and cook it for supper. That's about all they had to eat They did all right I'm down in Louisiana Where the alligators grow so mean That little dog girl that I swear to the world Made the alligators look tame Poke salad and Everybody said it was a shame Cause her mama wasn't working on a chain gang A mean, vicious woman mm. Every day for supper time She'd go down by the truck patch And pick her mess of poke salad Salad, Annie. The gator's got your granny. Chomp, chomp, chomp. And everybody said it was a shame. Cause her mama was a wicked on chain gang. A wretched, spiteful, straight razor tote moment. <laughs> Lord, I must take my mess up. Back. All her brothers were fit for 
Twenty millions out of my truck Patch poke salad in it The gator's got your granny Everybody said it was a shame Cause her mama was licking on a chain game Sock a little poke salad to me You know I need me a mess of it
Oh, I love that organic cooking. I always ask for more. And they call me Mr. Natural on down to the health food store. I only eat good sea salt. White sugar don't touch my lips. And my friends is always begging me to take them on macrobiotic trips. Yes, they are. All but night I take out my strong box that I keep under lock and key. And I take it off to my closet where nobody else can see. I open that door so slowly, take a peek up north and south. Then I pull out a hostess Twinkie and I pop it in my mouth. Yeah, in the daytime I'm Mr. Natural, just as healthy as I can be. But at night I'm a junk food chunky. Good Lord, have pity on me. Well, at lunchtime you can always find me at the Whole Earth Vitamin Bar. Just sucking on my plain white yogurt from a hand-thrown pottery jar. And sipping a little hand-pressed cider with a carrot stick for dessert. And wiping my face in a natural way on the sleeve of my peasant shirt. Oh, yeah. Ah, but when that clock strikes midnight and I'm all by myself, I work at combination on my secret hideaway shelf. And I pull out some Fritos corn chips, Dr. Pepper, and an old moon pie. Then I sit back in glorious expectation of a genuine junk food high. Then I Mr. Natural, just as healthy as I can be, oh, but at night I'm a junk food junkie, good Lord have pity on me, all right. My friends down at the commune, they think I'm pretty neat, oh, I don't know nothing about arts and crafts, but I give them all something to eat. I'm a friend to old Yule Gibbons, and I only eat homegrown spice. I got a John Keats autographed Grecian urn filled up with my brown rice, yes I do. Oh, folks, but lately I have been spotted with a Big Mac on my breath. Stumbling into a Colonel Sanders with a face as white as death. I'm afraid someday they'll find me just stretched out on my bed with a handful of Pringles potato chips and a ding-dong by my head. In the daytime, I'm Mr. Nasser, just the healthiest I can be. But at night, I'm a junk food junkie. Good Lord, have pity on me. That was Larry Gross with his novelty hit from 1976, Junk Food Junkie. He's also the former host of NPR's Mountain Stage. And Little Feet gave us Dixie Chicken. This week, it's all about food and beverages on RITY. Here's Eddie Money singing about his need for H2O after shooting a man at the Mexican border. It's Gimme Some Water.
That was ZZ Top with TV Dinners. It's reeling in the years. I'm Ryan Jansen, and this week we're going Krogering. I'm featuring songs with food or a beverage in the title. Here are the Brothers Johnson with Strawberry Letter 23. I set in four 
segment three.
Clue for you 
The Beatles with a song that John Lennon wrote to confuse people who read too much into the lyrical meanings of Beatles songs. It was Glass Onion. Neil Young and Cinnamon Girl and The Stones got us going with Brown Sugar, which is about Mick Jagger's relationship with Claudia Lanier, who was a backing vocalist for Ike and Tina Turner. Thanks for listening to RITY. I'm Ryan Jansen. This week, the theme is songs with a food or beverage in the title. The playlist is up and running on reelinwithryan.com. Coming up, it's the Block of Bees, plus the story behind George Harrison's song, Apple Scruffs. Here's Jimmy Buffett with a song that's not only overplayed, it's just flat out annoying. But it would be remiss of me if I didn't play it.
You got the A side of life and the B side of life. I call that the B side of the game. Absolutely. The B side. It's like everybody want to hear the good stuff, but there's an entirely other B side that only real hustlers know about. Maybe it's on the B side of a record I already have. But you better prep for the B side. It's the game. It's the B side, too. Greatest hits didn't do the trick. I'm down to B-sides and deep cuts. Here's Brian. It's the block of B's four B-sides that deal with food. This first one is from the Grateful Dead self-titled debut album released in 1967. It's the final track from side one, and it was released as the B-side of the album's first track, The Golden Road. Here's Cream Puff War.
so noisy at the fair but all your friends are there and the candy floss you had and your mother and your dad oh to live on sugar mountain with the barkers and the colored balloons you can't be twenty on Sugar Mountain Though you're thinking that you're leaving there too soon You're leaving there too soon down the aisle for oh, turn and see her smile you can hear the words she wrote as you read a hidden note oh to live on sugar mountain with the barkers and the colored balloons you can't be 20 on sugar
Thank you. That's really an oldie. Live from the Canterbury House in Ann Arbor, Michigan in 1968, that was Neil Young with Sugar Mountain, which was released as the flip side of a song I recently played, Cinnamon Girl. Up next, it's George Harrison with the song Apple Scruffs, the other side of What is Life. Both songs are off of All Things Must Pass. Here's former Apple Scruff, Kathy Sarver, talking about what that is and how it inspired the song. An Apple Scruff was a Beatle fan that came to Apple every day, Monday through Friday. Everybody knows the name of their business was Apple. And we hung out on the steps of their building, waiting for them to arrive. And then once they've arrived, we were waiting for them to leave. When George finished the song Apple Scruffs, he asked us to all come in, and of course we were dumbfounded because we're never asked to come in. We're all sitting in there, and they turn on the song Apple Scruffs. <laughs> Apple Scruffs, How I Love You. It was amazing. We were all in a little huddle around him, and he handed us this letter. Dear Carol, Kathy, and Lucy, now as it's finished and off to the factory, I thought I'd tell you that I haven't a clue whether it's good or bad, as I've heard it too much now. During the making of this epic album, I have felt positive and negative. However, the one thing that didn't waver seems to me to be you three, always there as my sole supporters. Thanks a lot. I really am overwhelmed by your apparent undying love, and I don't understand it at all. Love from George. You sit in the See my passes by all stuff Like you have no place to go But there's so much they don't know about the apple scrub You've been stood around the years See my smiles and touch my tears How it's been a long, long time And how you've been on my mind, my apple scrub Apple 
Here's one last B-side, this time from Led Zeppelin. The song was released as the flip side of Fool in the Rain. Here's Hot Dog. Send you 
Segment 5.
Butter bought a coconut, he bought it for the dime. His sister had another one, she paid it for the lime. She put the lime in the coconut, she drank and pulled up. She put the lime in the coconut, she drank and pulled up. She put the lime in the coconut, she drank and pulled up. She put the lime in the coconut, she called the doctor, woke him up and said, Doctor, ain't there nothing I can take? I said, Doctor, to relieve his belly ache. I said, Now let me get this straight. Put the lime in the coconut to drink and up. Put the lime in the coconut to drink and up. Put the lime in the coconut to drink and up. Put the lime in the coconut to call the doctor. Woke him up, said doctor. Ain't there nothing I can take? I said doctor. To relieve his belly ache, I said doctor. Ain't there nothing I can take? I said No.
was George Harrison with help from Dave Mason and Eric Clapton. It was Thanks for the Pepperoni. If you purchased the original vinyl release of All Things Must Pass, you'll know that two LPs were included, plus a third disc consisting of informal jams, appropriately named Apple Jams, which included that song. Harry Nilsson gave us Coconut, and we opened with 10cc, and life is a minestrone. It's R.I.T.Y. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. This week, we've gone Krogering with songs that include a food or beverage in the title. Coming up in just over five minutes, it's This Week in Rock and Roll. Up next, it's Van Halen with a great song from their 1991 release for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. I'm going to play a clip of Sammy Hagar talking about the song Pound Cake. Don't be fooled by his family-friendly explanation of the lyrics. If you really want to know what the song means, I'd rely on the Urban Dictionary definition. He's going to end the clip by dropping a subtle hint. Pound cake, well, if you look it up in the dictionary, it says it is made from one pound of all equal ingredients. And it's a very simple, rich, old, down-home recipe. And uh, I just thought, you know, it's just, look, it's gone, you know, people are out eating eclairs and all these fancy desserts that are made from 15 and 20 different elements and things. And, and, and pound cake is like, yeah, you know, it is like the Bigfoot, you know. Pound cake is like simple and real and good. You know what you're eating. Vocally, since I've been in this band, I've I've been able to stretch out singing and sing higher and more uh, technical and just have more fun singing and try things, be more experimental than I ever could as a solo artist. But the thing that I did in this band on this record that I've never done before is I had time with the lyrics to write everything over. I mean, I rewrote, I, I had a year to write lyrics. I wrote I mean, you can ask these guys. I drove nuts. It was right at the end. Pound Cake almost didn't get the record because I couldn't finish it. I rewrote the lyrics seven, eight, ten times a piece until I got them right to where every word means something. So therefore, when I sing it, I mean it. I'm not just singing some lyrics. I can't. You can't be rushed with lyrics. Otherwise, you make them up. So you have to have time to be inspired by something. You sit and you wait. You go, but wait a minute. I don't know what Pound Cake is yet, you know? And I named the damn song that the second I heard the, the beat. You know, I said, that's Pound Cake. But uh, I couldn't write the lyrics, and and then so I had to be inspired by it. So I had to go out and beat the bushes.
Van Halen, and Pound Cake. This is R.I.T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. It's time for This Week in Rock and Roll. The first of two new compilations featuring rare and unreleased recordings by late two bassist John Entwistle will be issued at some point next month. It's titled Rarities Oxumed Volume 1 and will feature previously unheard studio tracks, demos, and remastered live performances. Todd Rundgren's long-delayed studio album Space Force, which features collaborations with an eclectic variety of artists, will finally be released October 14th. The album includes contributions from Rick Nielsen, Thomas Dolby, and Neil Finn, just to name a few. Finally, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are teasing the first preview of the band's upcoming album, Return of the Dream Canteen. The new track is called Tip of My Tongue, and it comes out today. The album will be released on October 14th. That's This Week in Rock and Roll. Now back to songs pertaining to food. Here's Van Morrison with Tupelo Honey. in China Put it in a big brown bag for me Sail right around all the seven oceans Drop it straight into the deep blue sea She just sweet as to below honey Of the first degree She's a sweet She's a sweetest to pull the honey Just like honey baby From the sea You can't stop us On the road to freedom You can't keep us Cause our eyes can see Men within sight, men in granite, knights in armor, pen on chivalry.
can't stop us on the road to freedom. You can't stop us, cause our eyes can see. Man with inside, man in granite, that's an armor intent on chivalry. From Van the Man to Squeeze, it's black coffee in bed. Yeah. 
segment six.
That was the Beatles giving us a taste of a Savoy truffle. George Harrison wrote that song as a tribute to Eric Clapton's Sweet Tooth. And we opened with James Brown and Mother Popcorn, which was recorded at King Studios right here in Cincinnati back in May of 69. It's nearly the end of R.I.T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. We've spent two hours Krogering, which is plenty of time at the grocery store. If you missed any of today's food theme, you can check out the podcast. Details can be found on reelinwithryan.com. This final song is titled Cigarettes and Alcohol, which I realize isn't food, but you can buy both at the grocery store. The song was released as the fourth and final single from the album Definitely Maybe by Oasis. Here's frontman and all-around badass Noel Gallagher talking about the song. I remember writing it in my flat in Manchester and two guys used to live above me and on those days, the fucking geezer that I was, I used to write on the electric guitar with me amp in the fucking room in a block of flats on 10. And uh, one of the guys might have worked at the Hacienda as a local crew guy or something. And I remember him once passing me in the stairs going, you're not going to fucking write a song with that riff, are you? That's rubbish. And I was going, listen, fat ass. That's going to be fucking amazing when it comes out. <laughs> 